Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, everyone. Rise and shine. I am Sarah Gonzalez filling in for Pat Gray here with Jason Buttrell, who, man, he is uh, he's hurting today. Jacked, I think, is the actual medical term for how I'm feeling. I am. You can hear it. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah and it, you can see it, too. Yeah. You just look like crap today. I, you no. know, when, <laughs> when you have when you're so you have sinus pressure and it's just like pushing on your face mm-hmm. so my face feels like one giant balloon right now probably looks like it it does what i the? mean i wasn't gonna be rude but. dude who gets sick on like in may i know it's about to be memorial day i've never I, I i didn't get all through flu season nothing yeah and then this always happens to me this well ugh. it's it must be the allergies because we do yeah because it, this is the season you know leading into summer where we've got all the pollen flying around and everyone's trash cans have that little yellow film on it and everything. And your car. Yes. Yes. Dude, I know. So I hope that's it. Otherwise you're getting so sick. You and me together in this room for a week. (laughs) So mad at you. I have a big Memorial Day weekend plans. And if Uh you ruin them. Oh, yo, what's up? Well, I mean, I'm, we're going to uh, to my parents to go out on the lake because they live on the lake. Uh, so we're going to go stay with them, go get some boat that's time. Cool. Oh, that's cool. Much needed uh, relaxation after pulling double shifts this week. Dude, I'm like, I'm still, I'm Operation Backyard is still in effect. Did I tell you guys yesterday? I don't think you, I'm not sure that you told the audience. That, oh, I did actually. Yeah. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Because my dad was uh, telling me on uh on Twitter, he's texting me. He's like, "You built a pergola in your, your backyard." Your dad listens. And yeah. Aww. I, I Hi, know. dad. Hey. That's so cute. Um, yeah, he, but yeah, built a pergola, and then I'm trying to get my pool. My pool. And I think a lot of people might. For those that have pools, I went into an entire season without mm-hmm. using my pool. Mm-hmm. So the pool cover is over it now. And I've, everything is done. Like I built a pergola, stringing up lights, you know, your typical Southern Texan right, you know, backyard. Right. And uh, everything is done except for the pool. So next weekend is Operation Pool. Okay. I'm going to have to okay. r- roll back the cover and see how disgusting that water is. I <laughs> start getting it ready. Do you like having a pool? Like, no. Okay, I was going to say, do no. you have any re- regrets with that? Because both my husband and I are like, I we do not want a pool. I will actually, like, I, I, it doesn't make sense to me that it costs more. I mean, it does, but it's like, to me, I'm like, I don't want to pay more to have a pool that yeah. I have to then pay to maintain and keep up with when I could just go to the neighborhood pool. Oh, you'll love it for two years. Yeah. Straight love it. Two years, your son will love it. And mm-hmm. But then the third year, you're like, dude, why aren't you getting in the pool? You know, right, like you start right. taking it personally because yeah. you're putting so much money. <laughs> and it is a money pit. It's I know. That's why I'm season. like, I don't, I have absolutely no interest in owning a pool. It's like not only the upkeep and like all the chemicals and all that crap mm-hmm, and work, mm-hmm. but it's, it's legit $500 <laughs> every summer you have to put into it to fix some it. random crap Something. on yeah. it. Oh, no, I am so over that. I believe it. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So before we get into <clears throat> everything, I have to ask the audience. So my husband is not, he's in the shower right now, probably. <laughs> and so he's not listening. So I want, I'm, tr- I'm trying to come up with something creative and cute for Father's Day. Um, because, you know, he's a stepdad. So it's a little bit, different for him but still you know he he chose the baggage okay right? like he chose to walk into a, a marriage with a, a child that did not come from him and he has taken on you know this role so gracefully and um 
never looked back. And I'm trying to think of something just like really cool to do for him for Father's Day. And so I wanted some people let us know your ideas on Twitter. Tweet, you know, tweet Jason and I at Sarah Gonzalez TX at Jason Buttrell. What do you got? I, I was just about to interrupt you and say I'm going to stop you right there because when you're looking Why? at a man gift and you're going to you're saying I want to find something creative and cute, you're already in the, going in the wrong direction. Unless you're talking about something you're going to wear, so I'm, if you know what I'm talking about. So I'm overthinking it, is what you're saying. Unless you're talking about something you're going to wear, like a protest. I mean, that's not out of the. Thing. That's not out of the question. It oh. is Father's Day. Okay. Now you're I'm thinking trying along. To please my man. Now you're thinking along the right uh, <laughs> avenue. There, um, we're so easy. I we f- are so easy. I feel like it's just like for men, it's just like go play golf with your friends. Yeah. Like, don't actually do, like for moms, it's like, we're going to arrange this big, let's go to the zoo and let's do this. And no, you're not actually off your parenting game. Like you still got to parent your kid because it's Mother's Day. And for Father's Day, the dads are like, I'm going to go to the golf course. I'm going to go hit the the driving range with my buddies. I'll be gone all day. Thank you. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I. So I personally have never felt like that because I that would be cool if you yeah. like you said, yeah, go go do this. I like got you a cool uh, golfing outing or whatever. But I think dads are a little bit different that they're not stay at home dads like for women, for moms. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yeah, because you, you know, get a break. You know, that, that's yeah, that's huge. all I, for Mother's Day. I was <laughs> my husband said, what do you want to do? And I was like, no, literally do not ask me one single thing. I don't want to yeah. plan anything. Yeah. Do not ask me for help. I like you guys just plan whatever you want. And I just want some quiet time to myself. Yeah. I don't, so. you, you know, for me, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm so simple and I don't know uh, what your husband I almost said his name. I don't know if you want me to say his name. I try not um, to. Um, I, I, um, I don't know what he's into, but um, like if I can get a new gun, mm-hmm. I am gold because I get okay. yelled at for okay. like, uh, so like oh, those are the right. types of things, you know, like, yeah. so like a gun, that's a awesome Father's Day gift. Yeah. Um, that's, you're, that's such a Jason Buttrell answer. <laughs> <laughs> such a Jason Buttrell answer. Get him some guns. Oh, Get him man. some burr. <laughs> <laughs> He'll love you forever. Oh, you know what would be cool? What? A family camping trip. All set up and planned. Ooh. That would be dope. Ooh. Serious? Like you know, act, like in the actual woods and a tent? Yeah. Ooh. You got to sacrifice, girl. It's Father's Day. I guarantee you oh, both, I just... your son and your husband would love that. Um, They would love it. <laughs> I would just stay. Is, can do, do they sell air-conditioned tents? They sell air-conditioned air cabins. Just, I mean, I, I, I would stay in a cabin, right? I would stay in a cabin. Um, I just would not, like, I need running water. I need, um, and it needs to be hot. Oh, I got it. I need air conditioning. Uh, I got it. So Possum Kingdom Lake, you been there? No. Oh my gosh, do they have possums there that I can have? Ooh, I don't know about possums. <laughs> Forget the fact that there's possum in the name, <laughs> Sarah. You're sorry. derailing my entire point. Right, sorry. <laughs> I just heard possum and I got excited. So there's a uh, Possum Kingdom Lake for everyone that's in Texas. No, pretty much everyone around here knows about possum. It's not too far from DFW. And uh, it's a big lake. It's got these two huge rocks called like the Swiss, the Twin Sisters or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the name of it. But you can dive off. You can climb up the one side because it's not very steep. And you can jump off the other end. Okay. It's it's really cool, but they have cabins around there that are like fully like uh uh you know, air conditioned and fully loaded and there's a lot of hiking and it's cool, man. It that, that that's that's a good time. Okay. All right. I'll look Maybe that's that. more for the summer cuz that's more like you have to plan for. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could plan it and say 
we're going on mini vacay on this day. When is when is Father's Day? It's the what the ninth, June sixteenth. Oh, no, no, so you do have time for that? Yeah, yeah, that'll be summer. That'd be cool. So I, my vote: camping trip or, or guns? guns. <laughs> guns. guns, baby. <clears throat> All right, uh, I want to take a minute and talk about. Um, health, staying healthy, um, making sure that you're getting proper nutrition so that you can live long and celebrate like 10 million Father's Days. Okay, maybe not 10 million because you're not going to be 10 million years old, but you get my point. Uh, all right, so I know people say, I don't like to eat vegetables. I, ugh, if it's anything green, I don't want to touch it. Okay, you don't have an excuse anymore. Being healthier, getting healthier, getting your nutrition is now as simple as putting one scoop of field of greens in a cup of water, you stir it around, you drink it, and you're done. And it is not like some fly-by-night supplement or lab-created vitamin that has some weird unintended consequence. Field of Greens is real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. It is complete with antioxidants. It boosts your immunity. Um, it is prebiotic and probiotic. I think a lot of people don't realize that a lot of your immunity actually starts in your gut. You've got to make sure that your gut is healthy um, and that helps your entire body's immunity system. So this is real food. And I know a lot of you out there, again, you know, you're struggling with actually eating the vegetables. You don't have to do it. We use it in my house. My husband puts the scoop in the water. He drinks it. He loves it. He's like, it tastes great. I don't know why anyone would not want to do this. Uh, there's no excuse anymore. If your wife is nagging you to eat your vegetables, hello, this is the perfect solution. You, she doesn't have to nag you anymore. And it tastes great. You don't have to hold your nose when you're drinking it or anything like that. Mix it in water. Mix it in milk. Mix it in juice. Whatever you want. You can go to BrickHousePat.com. Get 15% off your first order with the offer code PAT. That is BrickHousePat.com. Offer code Pat, uh, Jason, yep. you told me a very surprising mm. statistic before we went on the air today yeah. um, about Americans in favor of socialism. This is insane. So I've been following some of these Gallup polls for a while now. And every single year I'm like, just I, I get it. It gives me a new headache. But um, I think the last like horrible one that I read was... Uh, uh, it was like a couple years ago, but it's talking about millennials that like are like all up on the socialism, and uh, the the majority of uh, millennials favored socialism, and then the I think the one last year concentrated just on Democrats, and it mm -hmm. said that I think fifty three percent of Democrats um, also favor socialism, and for one, before I get into this new one, it's like what like do are, do they have the same definition of socialism that is the actual definition of socialism? Right. Or do they think it's like social media? Well, it's, yeah, or something it's, like it's that? being social, isn't it? I wonder, I'm seriously, I wonder if millennials think that's what it is. It's it's just um, being compassionate, honestly, and also being social. I, you know, the, yeah. act, the act of 
socially interacting with people. So like, <laughs> I, I think you're actually right. Like the socially compassionate, like social, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like uh, social programs, like I do uh, welfare. Want, I do want to, I was, I want to do a man on the street video and go to a college campus nearby Define it. and just ask them, yes, what is socialism and see what they have to say. I, I mean, you really should. Cause I guarantee you they won't like they, yeah. they won't give you the no actual, like, you know, the, the state owns the means of production type, yeah. you know, they, they will not give that. Um, so this new poll that came out that now this is a poll for Americans across the board, 350 odd million of us, four in 10 now favor socialism over capitalism, four out of 10. What? Yeah. Well, almost half of America now. Think about those numbers. That's insane. So we're talking about what? Like over it's that's over a hundred million people. Oh my God, we're doomed. How we are what? doomed? No, and and I guarantee you, what is the percentage that you think do not know what it means? Uh, I, I I would say the majority. I would probably, you know, I would probably say the majority too because if they so they were so Gallup went beyond that. They 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 asked them if they preferred free market versus socialism. They said, oh, I'm sorry. They said they if they favor socialism or capitalism. They said socialism. Um, but for those four in 10, they said, do you prefer free market uh, or do you prefer full government control? And many of them said free market. Oh, my God. You idiots. <laughs> you idiots. What are you talking? About? They have no idea what they're talking about. They, None. So they so they that is what they they think. It's social compassion. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. But so, but they want to pick and choose when they want to utilize it right. and when they want the free market to work. That's not how any of this happens, people. This shows you how successful the DSA, Democratic Socialists of America, like and yes. Ocasio Cortez. This shows how successful they've been. Yes, because yes. they've been trying to paint it into something else when that's not the case. Yes, and that and that is scary because if you uh, before I get into like the different things that they like or don't like. As far as socialism is concerned, or capitalism, um, <clears throat> they uh, they I completely just lost my train of thought right there because I was looking at this other the, <laughs> I was looking at all the different things that this okay hang on a second before I get to that point this I, is this, I was gonna say wait you got it that, no no I definitely that's gone oh okay <laughs> I was gonna say we can take a phone call if that, you that you one's need out some there time to, to regroup <laughs> but listen but listen to this they. Uh, Oh, no, I got it, I got it, I got it. Oh so, Democrat, yes, yeah, boom. Uh, Democratic Socialists of America. They've said things like, uh, we want to push for uh, Medicare for all. Why do we want to push for Medicare for all? They said it's not because, you know, well, they, they didn't they didn't fully come out and admit that, oh, because, you know, we don't believe that, you know, people should have Medicare provided by the government. They said, yeah, that's all great and dandy and everything. But that's not the end game for Medicare for all. There's an end game for Medicare for all. They said the end game for for socialized healthcare is the eventual destruction of capitalism, the end of capitalism. Because they said that's our mm -hmm. foot in the door. Mm -hmm. That's how we show mm -hmm. that we're compassionate, right? Yep. That's how we 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 brand it as oh, we're all for the health of the people. Yep. You know, it's and and if anyone denies Medicare for all, it's because they don't they're not for healthy people. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not they don't want them to live. You know, they're against they're anti-human. Basically, yeah. So that will be our foot in the door to end capitalism in its entirety. Pretty insane. Wow. Um, but if it, but that's their messaging, and that's what people are listening to right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and they're also listening to uh, the great economist Alexandria Ocasio Cortez with all of her great knowledge and her uh, her degree. Yeah, she's uh, in she, economics. 
economics and uh, foreign relations. I mean, I just I can't think of a reason why anyone would send their child to Boston University I know, right? after that. No. That that is just that is the the biggest disaster <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. After AOC, they need to bulldoze that campus and put up a 7-Eleven. I mean, straight up. Legit. <laughs> legit. I I cannot imagine how much her degree cost. And oh to walk gosh. out of there being as stupid as she is, that is, it is, honestly would have been unimaginable to me, except for the fact that she, that she happened. What's funny is before, like before I even saw what she was saying about the economy, I uh, the first thing that tipped me off is I. Well, she was always saying stupid stuff, but she was uh, she was brought on a sh- in an interview because of her foreign policy prowess, supposedly. Because she had this foreign policy degree and they were asking her about Israel and the things she was saying about Israel. She's like, oh, do you remember this? She was like, oh, I'm not too, uh, you know, I'm not too versed up on the West Bank and all this stuff. And I'm like, your degree is in this stuff. Like literally, if 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 that camp was bulldozed and there was a 7-Eleven there, the people behind the counter would know more about foreign policy than she does with this degree. (laughs) What are you insinuating, Jason? <laughs> that 7-Eleven people are smarter than, <laughs> employees are smarter than people with Boston, Massachusetts degrees. Straight up. Be proud of it. Own it. Oh, my gosh. Straight up. So let's, do we have time for me to go down the, the line of what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, John, stay on the line. We'll, we'll get to you here in a minute. Okay. So, um, so technological innovation. So they, uh, so the people that, uh, <laughs> the people that are these four and 10, when they're asked specifically things about what they what they love about socialism and what they want socialized, this is what they want socialized. So technological innovation. So Silicon Valley, all that stuff. Should they continue to go off and be innovative and create things like the internet, blah, blah, blah. So 75% say, no, we don't want the government to step in there. We want the free market, you know, uh, yeah. you know to, to maintain that. Okay, so they're not socialists <laughs> they're when it so t- comes stupid. with business. Um, the distribution of wealth. That's a big ticket item. So you would think that, you know, you have people like Elizabeth Warren out there want mm-hmm. this wealth tax. They want to like redistribute. Well, 68% of them say, no, 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 the free market. We want that to, to maintain control there. So boom, that's their over two there. Mm. The economy overall, should the government be involved, you know, and, and get, you know, having an iron fist on it? Well, 62% say, no, 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 no. The oh free market should. Oh, my gosh, people. <laughs> so let me, let me skip through some Words, of these. Words, they mean things. They mean things. You can't just say, I want socialism, but not all of those other parts of socialism, just this part. Um, but okay, okay, so what about higher education? Because that's been huge. Free college. Free college. Yeah. Biden is running. Uh, even people, free community people, college. Free community college. Mm-hmm. See, he, I think mm-hmm. he said 16 years of free college to include like pre-K and then 16 years free school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Free, free school. So pre-K all the way up to two years of, of uh, college. Oh, good. So total indoctrination. Right. Oh, man. If you think it's mm, bad I can't now, wait for that. Yeah. think how it'll pre-K. be then. When government's You're footing be the bill. you having drag queens come to your pre-K classes. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, it's going to be awesome. Straight scary. Awesome. All right. So, so you would think this would go in, in their favor. Well, 56% say that no 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 the free market should stay in control of uh, oh, higher education. Oh uh, my god so they're not for socialism at all. Well, well we haven't got to healthcare yet because Okay. So so that okay. obviously because Medicare for all, Obamacare, all right. that stuff. Right, everyone wants the free healthcare. Obviously government run, they're going right? to be in that. Well, yeah. when they're asked very specifically if the government should take control, 53% say no, the <gasps> free market should maintain control. Shut up. This is insane. So almost the only thing that they're, you know, the only thing where they say the government should take control of 
is protecting consumers' privacy online. What? That's it. <laughs> so we are socialists, red fist in the air, but only if it's about protecting our privacy online. That, okay. <laughs> Every American has a responsibility to do their own homework. I don't want to be so quick to blame the media for every single thing. However, I think the media is also complicit in this misinformation uh, oh, you no know, doubt. stream that they're just constantly bombarding people with these keywords about socialism, with these keywords like, you know, um, compassionate and, you know, more equal and... Um, you know, helping the the little guy, and they they present a an inaccurate representation of what socialism is, and then Americans are too lazy and dumb to go and look for it themselves, and then they think that it's socialism. Yeah. So anytime anyone uses the socialism term, they're going to associate that with really awesome things, not knowing that they're freaking giving their rights away. Yep, and they're going to destroy the free market and. Hopefully, you know, they don't they realize it before it's too late. Right. Look at this. Like, so we're watching. Did you see that ticker right there on Fox News? No. So this is we got this TV on here in the studio and it, it had Alyssa Milano and the, the little lower thirds, the little uh, Chiron said controlling culture. And I that when that popped up, I, I think about this, you know, people turning towards socialism. How much have socialists controlled and, and leftists controlled pop culture mm -hmm. over the past how many decades? Mm -hmm. Is there, I mean, literally they control Hollywood. Yes. They control the music the media, industry. Yes. Everything. Everything. So they paint these, every time there's a candidate, they just adore that comes out. They all line up and promote these people. Yep. What do you think kids are going to start liking? Yep. With, with their heroes right. turning to this, of course. Yeah. It's absolutely insane that we've, we haven't jumped on board with, you know, we haven't, uh, you know, I, you know who wrote about this recently, Brandon Morris over at Red State, mm -hmm. and he quoted Andrew Breitbart and said, look, politics is downstream of, uh, of culture. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. we, we should have been, we should have been targeting culture a long, a time, long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah. A long time we had ago. A, but then, but we were just the old fuddy-duddies who weren't able to do that. Uh, all right. So Glenn and Tanya. Glenn and Tanya Beck, you may know them. You may be a little familiar with with uh, with them. They launched realestateagentsitrust.com for a really simple reason, to help you sell your home for top dollar and as quickly as possible. Um, you know, there are a ton of real estate agents out there these days. Jason recently had a plumber, like a handyman, who handed him his business card and he had the little real estate license number on the bottom of his business card. Everyone's doing it. <laughs> Someone's going to come repair your toilet and be like, oh, by the way, I also sell houses if you're ever in the market. Um, <laughs> let me just give you uh, a little hint and just tell you don't use that person. <laughs> you can go to realestateagentsitrust.com. There they have a team that they have vetted. They have vetted all of these real estate agents to make sure that they do this full time, that they are the experts in your area, that they're, they're these are not the people who put their faces on the benches or the billboards to just promote themselves and their own brand. They really are in it to help you buy or sell your house for top dollar. Um, if you are in the market, you are looking to do that, especially if you're looking to relocate to a new area. You want to make sure that you get the right area. You want to make sure that it's going to be a place that has your values, a place that's going to be safe and good for your family. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. They've got over 1,200 agents all across the country. They have one where you are at. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. We've got John from Georgia on the phone. Uh, John wants to talk Father's Day gifts. Thank you, John. What you got for me? Well, I, w I was going to tell you something, but I 
listening to Jason's randings, I just lost my whole train of thought. Oh, <laughs> that happens no. to Jason me too, John. Jason does that Don't to worry. all of us, John. <laughs> he does that to all of us all the time. I confess. It's terrible to work with him. <laughs> you should be in my brain. That happened when it happens to me too, mid-sentence. No thanks. No thanks. I got, I got enough problems. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really but not remember? Fa- but the Father's Day gift, yes. I, I was uh, uh, blessed to be a stepfather myself. Awesome. And when my wife and I got together, she, they, she had a daughter and she was five years old. And I think the best Father's Day gift that I remember was uh, her making a card for me and uh, inviting me out to, to lunch. And it was just her and I that went out and we just had a nice little sit-down talk and, and uh, we spent the whole day together doing things together. And that was, I mean, that was memorable for me about uh, about the Father's Day gift thing. And uh, it was just, uh, it was, I mean, just touched my heart and uh, it was like I said, I remember, you know, from, from day one back to, that was back in the 70s when we did things together, you know. We did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kids were online and, you know, playing with their phones the whole time. And, and uh, but it was, it was memorable. And I just thought I'd throw that into you. And, and, uh, and uh, I wish you'd put your hair back up in a bun so you could. <laughs> Thank you, right? <laughs> Thank you. You're driving me crazy. And, and Jason, I got a Father's gift uh, uh, thing for you. If you've seen those uh, those uh, hats that have the infrared lights in them that grow hair. What? <laughs> Are you, that does a thing? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I mean, yeah, actually, no. How so dare you, sir? Red lights. How dare you? You plug in, you plug in and you, it grows hair. It takes your hair follicles and, and uh, uh, stimulates them, and you can grow hair. That way, uh, I'd like you to have do that so you can, uh, you know, be living proof of this. Dude, if that worked, I would also put my <laughs> hair in a bun. Oh, 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 John. <laughs> oh, we got Keith coming Keith's in. Hey, hey, John. <laughs> John, John, uh, where, where can I get that product? <laughs> uh, it, it was one of those infomercial <laughs> things that they had on for a half hour that we had to sit and listen to, but it was, but it, was it was funny. I thought, I said, how can that ever work? You know, putting infrared lights on your head and make your hair grow. He can't, he, he doesn't, he doesn't remember the it's it, it was on an infomercial keith he's gonna be I, tuned into qvc yeah my computer i just threw my i threw my computer away years ago my wife died back to back in 2013 oh i'm sorry she was on a computer the whole time yeah and so i she tried to get me to have you know do things on the computer so i said you know i i just got tired of all the the uh, crap that's going on on the computer so i gave it away to my neighbor that had kids that needed a computer for school so it was a brand new laptop and i just gave it to them and then you know just bust their socks off so they could use it but uh but it was i, I did away with the computers i don't have to listen to it i hear enough on that i have enough uh, vices by tv but uh well private I, well, I, well well i you know privately i think both keith and i will will take up <laughs> take you up on that uh the laser hat but publicly, how dare you, sir? I have a lot of hair. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. For Thanks, your, buddy. Thank you so much for your call, John. Um, I do love his point on, you know, kids. And I don't know. Maybe I don't want to offend Jason. I don't know how you parent. But I don't do the phone or the screen when we're out, like at dinner or whatever. I'm Ooh. like, no, you don't. This is family good, time. Good. We socialize here. We don't. This isn't your little playtime where you get in the zone and you completely tune us out. Hit that. Hit that early on because yeah. if you don't, then it literally becomes like a drug and they cannot get off of it. My, I, I took it away from uh, my daughter. She didn't speak to me for six months. Shut up. I'm dead serious. 
Okay, maybe it wasn't six months. More yeah, like three I months. would be so mad if three my kid. I mean, my kid would get grounded if they dared not talk to me for that long. Yeah, well, she's. I'd be like, you will talk to me, or you will be grounded. She was fifteen at the time. Yeah, or you can't really reason with a fifteen-year-old girl. Oh, you know what? So to go back to what John said. Mm-hmm. He is so right on the money with a father, a, st- a stepfather, because I'm also a stepfather. Mm-hmm. Um, if you uh, if you set something up with your child or mm-hmm. with your with your son. To where it was personal like that. Yeah. So that he really felt appreciated. Yeah. And it was personal like that. One on one time like buddies. Right. That would be amazing. Okay. John is right on the money on that. Okay. Yeah. Well, and we don't have to worry about, you know, him trying to to play on the screens just because he already knows. I, I really do shut that down. We don't even have the the little TVs in the car. Like in the SUV, you know, yeah. you can get the package with the TVs. Um, and I, I took, uh, my son to Buffalo Wild Wings the other day and, um, the, we got there and they give you, when you get in, they give you the little kids menu with the, with the crayons and it it has a word search and it has a word scramble. And so it has plenty of, of activities for the kids to do. And, um, she actually was pregnant with her first child. So she had not had a child yet. And she said, Oh, do you want me to bring you a tablet for him to play on? And I was like, (laughs) Stop! (laughs) No, and plug your ears, little one. She did not say what you think. She said, no, do not mention that word in front of us. We are doing just fine with our crayons and our activity book. You know, it, no need to push that in his face. It's it's a weird juggle because like it, like technology is like the future is is that type of stuff. So it's like how do you like how do you balance letting exposing them to it so that, that they know how to operate it and I they're know. proficient, but like they're not addicted to it. Like and how do you like literally? Like, I don't know what to do. Like I've got a 16 year old and I have a 13 year old, and how do you how do you handle that? It's I like. Know. And I, the way I handle it is I just don't. I'm a, I'm a Nazi about it. Get real hardcore. <laughs> just, that's all I know how to do. That's a, well, I mean, again, but you, you, that's, a, that's a slippery slope yeah. because then all the other. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. Jason is not wearing an earbud today and <laughs> he just. He just keeps talking, guys. He, I, I tried this. Uh, there was a remote here, and I tried muting him, and it didn't work. It's not programmed for Jason. There's, I don't understand. We don't need theme music. We just need me ranting to <laughs> take just, us out into the break. That's just, what we need. He just, okay, so uh, a little Pat secret. has like a good electric guitar. We we have my ranting a that little, goes out. A little secret. <laughs> Jason actually stays here until 2 a.m. He's sitting still here going. with the lights off, and he's just still, still talking. Yeah, he's just still like, talking, and no one's here. Everything's shut down. Everyone's gone home. Everyone's asleep. Jason's still here finishing up his rant. I'm the Blaze version of the Energizer Bunny, like <laughs> like beating on a drum while I'm just still talking. All right. Uh, if you want to talk to us, it's 888-900-3393. Call us. Tell us what you got. I am uh, on Twitter, on the Twitters, at Sarah Gonzalez TX. Jason is at Jason Buttrell if you prefer minimal human contact and you just want to type it all out, which I think is the majority of people around here. They just want to uh, they don't want to they don't want to talk on the phone. They just want to tweet it out. Um, we have CB who agrees with John's Father's Day suggestion. I think that. Well, OK, I didn't see the the extra addendum on here. But but CB said, uh, take him to his favorite meal with with your son, praising him for being a great father. 
And then CB mentioned something about having the son go to the grandparents. So, uh, you know, my husband can have some some time, but I won't go there. Uh, oh, Boo Dubby says, if Jason says like much more, he will become AOC. How dare you, sir? Do I say that a lot? You do. I was, was I impersonating you? Maybe that's what he's picking up on. I think that's what was going on. Um, I was excuse just, me. I was just impersonating Sarah Gonzalez. They specifically <laughs> said AOC and Jason, not Sarah, anywhere in that. Thank you very much. My favorite is when Jason says dope. <laughs> that's my word. Dope. Oh, that's so dope. And that's how you know that he's old. I'm, I'm kind of stuck in the late 80s, early 90s. That was my jam. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Oh, the pickled squirrel says that um, she has it easy for Father's Day. <laughs> I shop like I would for Glenn Beck. My husband loves historical antiques. That's mm. really funny and totally true. And expensive as well, though. To, yeah, it is expensive, but totally true uh, about that being like like Glenn. Get oh, up. you just said like bust. Now I'm, I'm going to like ding every time. But I was saying like, like Glenn. That's like I wasn't, like Glenn. You said it twice. Well, it wasn't an addition. I just repeated myself. Nope. Screw it. Jihad on the on that word today. It's on. <sighs> you guys have no idea how it is to, to work with Jason. It's honestly the worst. I really honestly should get a, 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 an additional stipend. Shut up. You love it. Just for having to work with Jason. Get off my lawn says have a baby or three. Wow. Whoa. Hold up there. That's a big discrepancy. Have a baby or three. One baby is much different than three. And I've already got the one. And he's going to be seven soon. That's a tough thing to to determine whether or not you want to go back to square one in diapers. But that is a good uh, gift if you package that with a protest (laughs) or like something to wear. What you were talking about earlier. Um, uh huh. So you mm-hmm. you can be like, mm-hmm. you know, this is uh, this is this. So what you're saying is it's leading to this. Nine months after Father's <laughs> yeah. Day, yeah. we would be welcoming a child. Yeah, that's like where a, you guys are going like, with it's, that. It's this. It's a gift now, and it's time delayed for another gift in nine months. Right, right. Picking up what I'm putting down And that that is truly the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) And taking money. And more money. And more money. I like it. You would talk about a money pit. I like it. It is something that that we, you know, we're talking about, but it's just really hard to imagine going back to babies. Oh, man. When you have, you know, older kids. He's just getting to the point where he can be a little bit self-sufficient. You can't do anything for what? At least 12 months? Oh yeah, you can't leave them with with uh, with a babysitter. Mm-mm. Oh, absolutely uh, not. I maybe actually, family, if they're close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my family would well, they live two hours away, but they would come into town every once in a while and and help me out. But mine was so bad; he had really bad acid reflux, so he did not oh, sleep. Man. He could only um, nurse for two minutes tops before it was uncomfortable and he would start screaming bloody murder and then I'd have to calm him down and then he'd start crying again because he was hungry and I'd have to do it all over again. That was literally my life for almost the full 12 months, solid nine months. And it was so bad that my pediatrician actually said, you can't leave him with anyone except a family member who has a vested interest in him because you really have to worry that they would like Get too stressed. Yes, and, that they yeah. would hit him or whatever. Yeah. Um, because I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. This was not there's me, a bell. The there's a bell now. There's oh. a bell now for whenever for, the word like is used. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> Keep it up. Or not. Best Just control saying. room in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's when your pediatrician tells you, you really can't leave them with anyone. Mm. Do not leave them with a sitter. You know you got a problem. And that is a, a concern because you never know. He might end up with the same the same issue. Another baby might end up with the same issue. And my gosh, I would probably go to the loony bin or just throw myself off a bridge if that happened. The The amount of sleep deprivation does crazy things to you. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, I mean, it makes you go insane. Uh, all right. In America, you know, there are over 50 million people who miss work due to pain. There are just so many millions of Americans who just walk around in constant pain. And uh, 66% the most depressing statistic. 66% expect to live the rest of their life just with some pain. They're like, yeah, this is just my life now. This is just how I'm going to live for the rest of my life. No, it doesn't have to be that way. Especially if you've tried all of these prescription drugs that have these crazy side effects that, you know, you don't know about until you start taking them. And then you've got to do a trade off of, well, it sort of helps mask my pain, but it also gives me this. Yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. Try Relief Factor. It works and it's 100% drug free. It was created by doctors. Um, 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start pack that they have, they go on to keep buying more. It's working for the majority of people. It has worked for so many of you out there in the audience. It works for me. It works for Glenn Beck. Uh, if you are struggling due to pain, you don't have to anymore. You can go to relieffactor.com. Get that three-week quick start pack for $19.95. The odds are in your favor that it's going to work for you. And if not, you're out 20 bucks. I'd say that that's worth it to be out of pain. Pain affects every facet of your life when you're in it. So you can go to relieffactor.com. Get that three-week quick start pack now. That is so hard to say quickly. Quick start, three, quick start three week quick start pack. Quick start pack. Quick start pack. Quick start pack. All right. What do you got, Jason? All right. Um, court. Can we go to the courts yes. for a little bit? Let's go to the courts. This I saw these two Prepare stories. Prepare yourself, incoming rant. This Yeah, incoming rant. This came out both right together, and I was like, I, I, I'll just get to the point later. But uh, there I am explaining like my thought process. I need to stop doing that. Um, but anyway, so I saw. So I was driving in my car. <laughs> so and and, and then a guy I was, was listening to the radio, and a lady was trying to cross in the crosswalk, and then that got me thinking about. <laughs> um, there was a story came out this morning or last night about a federal judge that sided with House Democrats to subpoena for Trump's financial records. This is something we talked about yesterday um, when Adam Schiff said, look, if uh, he doesn't turn over his tax returns, then we're going to refocus on impeachment. This is something we called. Mm -hmm. We know well, that's you, what they want. You did. This is something I called, yeah. for sure. I'll give you credit for Thank that. Thank you. Appreciate that. But that's what they want. They know that there's nothing in these tax returns. They know this. Mm -hmm. Oh, except for there's nothing criminal, but there might be something, you know, not salacious. Embarrassing. But embarrassing. <clears throat> that Humiliating. We all know right. that Trump wants to present himself as having way more money than he actually has. And so we're we know that he's not as rich. We know this. Right. That, that he's, he's bragging about his money. We know that he's not as rich as he is. But that hasn't stopped also, the New York Times from writing two articles about it. Can I also two. just put this out there that I would venture to guess that anyone who, like, all... You missed it. You missed it, Martin. You missed it. <laughs> Stay awake in there. Uh, that all, all of the people who are constantly talking about how much money they make 
probably don't make as much as they say they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. I would just I would just use that as a as a common rule. It's it's it, it, it's like men bragging about their escapades. Yes. If they're bragging about multiple escapades, yes, they're probably not getting as much action it, as they say they it's, are. Yeah. If, if it's around fifty, it's probably like maybe half to one or two, something okay. like that. Okay. If half is possible. Half. Wow. <laughs> but, Fifty. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, like that, that's probably the equivalent of saying I'm a men. I'm a multi-billionaire times yeah. five. Yeah, like, come on. So. But anyway, that's really the only thing that's going to come out of this, I believe. But now, you know, and, and and we said that this is going to this is going to be a long drawn out court process, and they do have the power. Congress does have the power to get. The president's tax returns. Mm-hmm. It's something that they have. Now, the problem is, is they have to prove eventually that why they want this is legitimate. Yeah, you can't just abuse the power. Right. And it's which a, this is total abuse of power. And the only court that has that has uh, held, upheld that and said, well, you're going too far is the Supreme Court. But we're talking yeah, we're, we, what? we're talking a long time over a year. We're mm-hmm. talking we're probably talking by the time it gets there. Um, the the president will either be in his second term or he won't be president anymore mm. by the time they finally get go, go through with this. Yeah. So really, if, if you're looking at a time frame that long, why are they doing this? It's to impeach. It's right. because this gives them a reason to say, OK, you're not giving us what we need. Now we're going to impeach you on the grounds of your hiding something and not give us and giving us the information that we need to to do our job, basically. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so yesterday, a, a, a federal judge sided with in this process. It was in it's in the courts now and sided with Democrats um, saying, yes, uh, you know, the president has to turn this over. So does that mean he turns it over now? No, no, no. The, 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 the Trump administration, his lawyers will say, nope. They don't have the right to do this. We gave them information. It goes on to the next court. That's what's going to happen. So everything, what you saw, if, if, if you saw this and were freaked out yesterday, don't be freaked out. This is just the process. It's going to continue on. This is going to be, and we knew when, when Democrats took control of Congress. Uh, I remember Stu saying it's going to be investigation after investigation, yes. court case after court case. Yes. This is just our reality. That's This is what we're going to have well, to get used to. Well, and, you know, this is only being talked about now. Because the Russia investigation is over. They have I mean, nothing. I, so, right. I didn't yeah. hear anything about. I mean, I heard it in the beginning before the Russia investigation got, you know, full speed. But we didn't hear anything about this while the Russia investigation was going on. And we were told there was collusion and that big things. I mean, Adam Schiff himself was one of the ones he should not even be where he is right now because he was one of the ones who came out and said, I have direct evidence that Donald Trump colluded with Russia. He said he had evidence that was clearly a lie, clearly turned out to be a lie. And now he's the one who's heading up this, all of this. Huh. If I were to put two and two together, that might lead me to believe that they're just reaching for something because they didn't turn up anything on the Russia investigation and not because this is a legitimate, legitimate quest. Call me crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you, it's funny, it's so cyclical. If you remember back in the day, it was, remember when they had a tax march uh-huh. uh, and they were like, oh, ding, they were, um, they were Man, that's like so distracting. Now that like all you're thinking about is not using that word. Now it's like all you're thinking about. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bing. Um, this was this was all they were they were they were focused on back in the day. They were they were literally mm-hmm. rallying people out in the streets to protest and make this a big deal. The tax the, the taxes went away. The New York Times wrote a couple articles uh, on it, and that kind of went away. Remember uh, uh, Rachel Maddow's huge breaking story. 
She did like a TikTok. She's oh, like, I forgot about coming this. up in thirty minutes. I have a break, and it is the Trump tax returns. Yes, and it was something from like nineteen ninety yes. or something like that, and so irrelevant. <laughs> right? Come on, uh. man. This is something that they. This is this is their ultimate. Like we're gonna nail them. That went away. Russia went full tilt. And now, since that's gone, back to tax returns. This is so monotonous and ridiculous. Meanwhile, it's not, it's not like there's anything else they could be focusing on, right? No. Nothing no. else. Like, there's no big ticket items out there, like the economy Mm-mm. or Mm-mm. literally unemployment. Unemployment. Iran is a huge deal right mm-hmm. now, possibly going to war for crying mm-hmm. out loud. Russia is still a big issue. I mean, there are big things to worry about, but they're worried about going back and forth between. Did the Trump administration collude with the Russian government for crying out loud to tax returns? Yeah. This is infuriating. This is absolutely infuriating. I wonder, I mean, what else, where else can they go? Because if this gets tied up in the courts, are they, I guess they're they're just going to still repeat the same talking points that they did when the Russia investigation was going on, which is, well, there's obviously something there. So we have to wait until we get it. Right. We, I mean, we, he's hiding something. He's not he's not cooperating, so he must be hiding something. So let's wait until these come out and let's treat it as if we already know that he's guilty. Well, it's always there's nowhere else that they can go. I think that they'll they'll take the same route that they took, you know, when during the Nixon investigation where it was the cover up that ultimately ended up nailing them. Um, It was, you know, getting rid of the tapes, Mm -hmm. you know, that ended up finally, you know, his final nail in the coffin. I think that the, this Nixon getting rid of the tapes for this scenario will be the clue. Uh, the, I'm sorry. The uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, uh, obstruction. Mm. I think that's what they'll what, what they'll ultimately go towards because there's nothing on the Russian collusion, right? And I think that's pretty pretty much considered. Yeah, that nothing happened at this right, point, and even right. Democrats would say that. But there was that iffy language in the Mueller report on, hey, he basically said, like, we can't really say if he obstructed or not. This is too, uh, did I say it again? Mm -hmm. This is too, I'm not even going to worry about it. Screw that guy on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep saying it, dang it. Um, They they can't really, (laughs) I'm I'm just kidding, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Just want to um, point that out. I I, I I really think that that's the direction they're going to go to because if there's iffy language, if they can't say for and it was it, it was it, extreme circumstances that had never happened before. So the president knew he wasn't guilty. So when you know you're not right, guilty, right. you're going to be like, yeah, you're going to like, yeah, just shut that yeah. down. Like yep. this is stupid. Yep. The problem is in that position, which the president had no experience being in that position, mm-hmm. you can't do those things. Yeah. Well, so it's like, did he or didn't he? It's like they couldn't tell. Right. So they're right. like, well, I don't know. I'm just going to leave it for you to decide. Yeah. And I mean, we'll see how that plays, but I'm telling you, that will play really well to their base like it did, you know, in uh, for the 2016 presidential election. Unfortunately, that's not enough to to win an election as they saw before. Right. So Hillary tried this tactic, um, you know, to a lesser extent because we didn't have the full blown Russia investigation yet. But all of this anti-Trump, you know, that's going to be the end of the democracy, um, impeach, impeach, impeach. That's the same tired talking points that they said when they were trying to win the election 
and it didn't work. It might appeal to your base, but as you guys saw, you're going to need much more than your base to be able to defeat Trump. And mainstream America is so tired of hearing about all of these stupid investigations and and about impeachment. It they've said it too many times. They've played their hand too many times because now when they say impeachment, people just shut off. They just they just tune it out cuz they're like I'm so tired of hearing that word. This is the boy who cried wolf. Until you have solid evidence, don't come at me and tell me anything um, that uh, that is about impeachment because you keep overusing the word no. and nothing ever happens. So we'll see how that plays out. But I, I really honestly think the average American shuts off when they hear that word. Yeah. The crazy, the crazy radicals are all for it. Average American, not so much. So there was a recent 60 Minutes special about uh, home title fraud which is a legitimate thing. I had no idea um, until, you know, we started working with Home Title Lock, but cyber cyber criminals, they can go on domestic, foreign thieves, they can go online, they can steal your actual home. That's insane. So home titles and mortgages are kept in databases that can be hacked. And if you have equity in your home, they can forge their name onto your home's title. They can use your home as collateral to borrow cash and then stick you with the payments. And there's no bank or identity theft program that protects you. You need home title lock. They are the ones that can do it. They are America's leading title and mortgage guardian. And for just pennies a day, home title lock will put a virtual barrier around your home's title and mortgage. If cyber thieves tamper with it, they will mobilize to help shut it down. You might already be a victim and you would not know it unless you go to home title lock right now. Sign up Um, with that. You'll get a hundred dollar search for free. That's the only way you can find out if you've already been compromised. Go to home title lock dot com right now. Kind of feel like I should rant going uh, into the break. Yeah, go ahead, Jason. That's, um, I'm gonna rant about bird watching. Go ahead, Jason. Bird watching is the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever <laughs> seen before. It's got to be the most boring thing. Um, well, what about you when you're old? Place and don't interrupt my rant, Terry Gonzalez, because <laughs> this is our theme music. <laughs> Jason, has it been that that entire time? How long has it been? You've just been talking about bird watching the entire time (laughs) through the break. I gotta be me, okay? How does your wife even stand you? (laughs) He never Uh, stops. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's that Red Bull over there. That's I think it is. You need to lay off the Red Bulls. I want a couple, at least two cups of coffee and a Red Bull. That's just how it works. I'm still drinking my. This is probably equivalent to two cups of coffee. And I'm still drinking it. That's a very cool mug, too. I don't Thank know if you can you. see that. But Thank you. It's uh, here. Was that like a Mother's Day it gift? It was a Mother's Day gift. I know. Thank you, Keith. Sarah probably has the Keith cutest kid. Imagine, like you think of like a if the Gerber baby was a little bit older. That's that's Sarah's kid. I love him. <laughs> so cute, and he's a little model. He goes and does little auditions and stuff. He says he wants to be an actor. He's so cute. Okay, I could go on and on about my kid forever, but I know that's not what you guys want to hear about. Uh, before we jump back into the conversation. 
I want to talk about what's going on in the American medical industry. So I would guess that you probably know someone who is suffering from Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, um, cancer, heart disease. These are all really prevalent diseases here in America um, that are killing our friends and families. And instead of helping medical researchers find cures, uh, HHS Secretary Alex Azar is pushing a socialist regulation that will set medical innovation back decades. This is obviously unacceptable, even to the people who we talked about earlier who claim that they want socialism. They don't want socialism when it comes to medicine. Mm -hmm. So this is unacceptable to everyone, or it should be, as long as everyone understands what's going on. So we're trying to inform you. You've got to go to freedomworks.org slash Pat. Tell Secretary Azar to fix patients, not prices. So Azar wants to allow foreign governments to dictate the price of drugs for American patients. Obviously, if that happens, we will see U.S.-based medical research, uh, which currently leads the world. Yeah, that's going to come to a screeching halt. Um, And just like in socialist countries, we'll see shortages of and uh, access restrictions to vital medicines. Promising new research. Yeah, that's going to be cast aside. We see this happening in the UK. We've got to stop it from happening here, but it's going to take everyone's support to do it. Go to uh, freedomworks.org slash Pat and tell Secretary Azar to fix patients, not prices. We don't want that socialism in here. No, thank you. We don't want that socialism in here, honey. Freedomworks.org slash Pat. Yeah, I just added that. That wasn't in the script in case you were wondering. (laughs) All right, Jason. Jason is just like, I want to rant about this. I want to rant about this. I want to rant about this now. You weren't done with your with your court rant. No, I wasn't. Now I'm getting self-conscious of way too many rants. I do, by the way, but (laughs) on to the next one. I mean, we're just all talking about it behind your back. (laughs) Actually, we're not. We're talking about it to your face, which is the respectful thing to do. (laughs) So anyway, so Gorsuch. He's probably one of the most conservative judges on the Supreme Court. Would you agree with that? Sadly, yes. I, yeah. I, I mean, Clarence Thomas is Clarence Thomas amazing. Is- uh, love him. Um, he's, By far the best. But Clarence Thomas, uh, Gorsuch, they're they're both very very solid. If if you think there's a there's a, there's a case that's going uh, you know up, up on the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. they're always going to be on the right side. I mean yes. that figuratively and literally. Literally, right? Well, let's say it like this: they will be on the side of the Constitution. Yes, exactly, exactly, and that's what you would expect from a Supreme Court judge. I, I, that's a completely different rant with the Obamacare thing, which is a complete, just ultimate fail. That's just insane. Roberts screwed us on that. Don't Absolutely even get me screwed us. On that. Oh my gosh! But anyway, let, let's just throw that one right. out there. Th- thanks for the deal you made in closed behind closed right? doors, Robert. What thanks for heck? screwing us all. But at least you got your deal. Oh my gosh! Anyway, so Gorsuch, though, in a case that just came out yesterday, he sided with the liberal or the Democrat appointed judges in a court case on a, it was a Native American hunting case. It was a five four case. Uh, Gorsuch sided with the you know the, the typicals with uh, you know uh, Ginsburg and mm-hmm. all the others. Mm-hmm. Kavanaugh was on the other side, which is weird. He he, huh. he, he was on the side of conservatives on, on this. Finally, 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 we the, got Kavanaugh on our side for once. The first one, right? This, yeah, this person that people were out in the streets rioting because he was going to be so ultra conservative that everyone was going to lose all of their rights. And this is the first time he's actually been on the side of the Constitution. The the, the, the other two. 
he was on the he was on the on the liberal side. The, the last yeah. two court cases, I believe, they were well, most there was high one profile. about Planned Parenthood. Right, right. I and know. he was on Planned Parenthood side. And this was their big deal about protesting him, as they thought that he was going to leave. He was going to overturn Roe v. Wade for crying out loud. It. There was no precedent or any reason to believe that. No, but that in was fact, there was precedent out. to believe the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you know what? And that's that. That is just so ridiculous. The reason he got on that court, remember, he was not on the on the list. He was not on the original. Not list. on the original list. The only reason he 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 came to being is because I guarantee you there was a deal that was made. Yes. No one will agree to that because yes. that would be a big boo boo, a big no no. But there was some deal. Boo-boo. There was some deal. Yeah. <laughs> Using my kid language. Dope. <laughs> boo boo. Boo boo. But anyway, so Gorsuch, this case with the Gorsuch went on, it was so odd. It was really weird. I won't spend too much time on it because court cases are probably weird, but are not, I don't know, the thing you want to hear about in the morning. We appreciate that, Jason. <laughs> but this was a Native American hunting case. So apparently a Native American was hunting in Wyoming and he was doing it out of season. So the state of Wyoming was like, hey, you're at hunting out of season. You know, we're going to slam you with a bunch of fines and, you know, this and, and charge you with a crime. Well, he was like, hey, th- there was a there was a deal made with the government and my tribe way back in the 1800s. So I can do this. So the state of Wyoming was like, no, you can't. Because when so Wyoming crazy. became a state, it's so, it's, so, it's so odd. But anyway, so what's weird is most of the conservative judges sided with the state of Wyoming and said, yeah, he can't do this, you know, when the state laws supersede whatever deal that your tribe had but then all the liberals and gorsuch for some reason said okay no they sided with the native american deal that they made in the 1800s i don't know it's just really weird but the point here is that (laughs) look the the armageddon that was supposed to happen from president trump appointing two supreme court judges didn't really happen yeah Kavanaugh, we just went went through that. That did not blow up as they said was going to blow up. He has been more on the liberal side than anything else. Right. Gorsuch, also one of the most conservative judges out there, went with what he thought was more in tune to the Constitution. That's insane. And this is why you know this is why we. we okay, so conservatives should freak out when liberals are appointed. In right. my opinion. Yes, because Because, they don't want to go by the Constitution. They want to legislate from the bench. Right. Exactly right. But conservatives, their whole thing is, no, we're, we're we're constitutional conservatives. So we are just, if there is a, uh, some kind of issue that liberals are passionate about, mm-hmm. if it comes in front of us, if it fits to the Constitution, that's where we'll vote. Right. But you can't really say that to the, for the left. Right. Um, so that, do, Democrats, do you feel stupid now? Do you feel stupid for chasing down uh, people in no, elevators? No, they don't feel stupid. No, they don't Being feel totally stupid. Being totally rhetorical. That's just ridiculous. Well, right, but they're still saying it. Yeah. They're still saying that it, Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. And they're still talking about Kavanaugh once they start talking about the Supreme Court and how that seat was stolen and all of this nonsense. You know, I every time I, I, I hope and I have, you know, all the every time I have all this hope that Roe v. Wade will get overturned, I don't think it will even if we get, let's say Ginsburg retires and let's say, uh, what's her name, uh, Barrett. Mm-hmm. comes in mm-hmm. I think she would vote for overturning it yeah I think Gorsuch probably would vote for overturning it I think Clarence Thomas would Thomas would for sure none of the others no are shoe-ins Mm-mm. Roberts Roberts no way after Obamacare no way no Roberts way does it nope. no I don't think so either Kavanaugh I don't think oh, would absolutely not RBG are you kidding yeah 
I mean, RBG is just they're just propping her up at this point. I think I'm not even sure that she is still with us. It's like a weekend at Bernie's <laughs> yeah, scenario. She, yeah. They're just like, we can't lose this spot right now. Somebody make her look alive. I, yeah, I, I literally <laughs> think if, if there's an experimental treatment out there to make someone live forever, th- th- she's on it. That's so Guaranteed. funny. That's so funny. Uh, NC girl with guns actually just tweeted. Has anybody seen RBG? Is she alive? Is she a mummy? Where has she gone? Maybe they, they mummified her. And they set her up there, and that's why sometimes she's she kind of has she slumps. It's like drone technology, kind of something. There's like servos that are just keeping the mummy going. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But even if she, even if she was just not, you know, I, I, I hope she lives forever. She like her stamina is amazing. Um, she is a tough, tough cookie, I, and she's I, got a great story. She's got a great story. Yeah. she really does. Um, she, she's an American. She's got a great story. She's just on the wrong side of the political aisle. Her, her, her ideas on the government are just wrong. I'm sorry, Ruth. But um, you're an amazing woman. Great, great, great story. But I personally hope that she just says, you know what? I've had enough of this and retires. Steps back. Let's. She'll never she do, that. do that. She will not do that. She would not. She would not do that. will be so mad at her. The way that the left is eating their own right now, she knows yeah. that, that her whole legacy is gone because yeah. they will call her a traitor. Oh, yeah. They, oh my gosh, they would hate her. All the good work that she's done her entire life and she's done so much for, you know, women and women's rights. And if she dared do that... Oh my gosh! That's what they were starting to do to Kennedy. You know, like when 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 he left, they were starting to do that to him. Uh, they were they were blaming the Armageddon on Kennedy, but when they found, I think now once they're kind of like easing into Kavanaugh and seeing that, look, that's the stat. I guarantee you, Kennedy handpicked Kavanaugh. I guarantee it. Oh yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. I want the status well, wasn't quo. He, he worked for Kennedy. Yeah, I mean, so they were buddies. He knew exactly what he was getting. He's like, look, he was probably telling his guys in private, calm down, chill. Mm-hmm. He's exactly the same as me. Mm-hmm. There's no change here. Yeah. Isn't it amazing um, in Washington how incestuous all of these relationships are yeah. and how uh, everyone is just kind of, it's just all about who you know. Mm-hmm. It's all about who you know in Washington and probably Hollywood. Those are the two big places yeah. um, that it's really not about your credentials. It's just about who you know. Uh, Swank Think said, I watched the podcast with Senator Lee yesterday. Whoa, was he upset about the Roberts thing? That was shocking to see. That shows how wrong he was. Mm. Uh, yes. So in, in case you guys missed it, Glenn did a podcast with Senator Mike Lee. And he really was. I've never seen Mike Lee. You know how Mike Lee is. He is always just buttoned up and calm, cool, and collected. That was a different side of Senator Lee yeah. when he started talking about how Roberts betrayed the Constitution and betrayed the American people. That was really, really shocking to see. I love Mike Lee. I know. I can do I too. Can I just say that? If, I can, if, you, if you can get Mike Lee riled up. And sounding like he's pissed off and something major has happened. Yes. To, yes. To tick him off like that. Yes. <laughs> he always and, you know, he's asked about the Democratic presidential candidates. And he said he said Klobuchar, wasn't it? He thought that Klobuchar would be the most likely to go by the Constitution. Hmm. Which was know. interesting, but he had nice things to say about everyone. He said, oh, yeah, Cory Booker and I, we yeah. text each other, yeah. you know, during our hearings and text joke emojis to each other. Yeah. I mean, he had nice things to say about everyone. Bernie Sanders likes Mike Lee. Yeah, they're friends.
friends. How weird is that? The, that's the old. That's Talk about the odd couple. That sounds about the same thing. That yeah. sounds like the odd couple redone. Like yes. the, it's be old Bernie and Mike Lee in a house together. It's so crazy. <laughs> well, and um, Mike actually, I keep calling him Mike like we're buddies. <laughs> Good old Mike. I was talking to him on the phone the other day. No, uh, Senator Lee, he actually, he did, I guess it was last year or maybe a year and a half ago, he did a video with digital video with my son how to teach a you know four-year-old the constitution and when he was here uh, i think that they're still putting it together but when he was here they filmed another one that was teaching my son again you know it's a year later so getting a little bit more into the constitution and he it would just to watch him interact with my son was just so sweet <laughs> he's just the sweetest guy yeah he's awesome and you know just a big heart so i love him and if you have not watched that podcast you need to steve the steve 42 I, I had made, made a comment, I don't know how your wife stands you. And he said, who said Jason's wife can stand him? <laughs> right? That's a great point. That is a really great, great point. Puts up with, I think, is maybe the best way to put to phrase it. Puts, puts up with. Endures. Oh, that's a good one. Endures. That's a really good one. <laughs> um, I mean, do, are you to the point where you just sleep on the couch a lot or no? You guys have been married for a long time, right? Yeah, we're 18 years. Just just hit 18 years. So going on 20. That that's I, I to me that's a pretty big accomplishment because it is. if you like people that have been married a long time, you know that like uh there's good years, there's bad mm-hmm. years. I mean there's there are it, seasons. In in the beginning in, in the beginning you say there's good days and bad days. Mm-hmm. Then the longer you get married, you know there's good years and bad years. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a span of bad years, but you have to Put it, you know, you have to endure it. That's there was this one. There's this real famous. I, I, back in my bodyguard days. Back in my day, I was uh, I was bodyguarding this really famous woman. You were bodyguarding. Bodyguarding, and uh, I, I, somebody asked her. Uh, one of her friends was like, "How did you stay uh, married so long to your really famous husband?" And she was like, "It's easy. Just don't get divorced." Mm-hmm. And it was just so. It was such simple, like old time, you know, logic. Yeah. But I was like, I thought about it, and I was like, that's totally true. It's, yeah. There's gonna be times when you want to just say, screw it. Yep. You know what I mean? But yep. if it's really important to you, you, you put your shoulder power in and, through. Yeah. You power through, and that. just know that things will get better. Yeah. So mm. that's how Jason's wife stands him. Right. <laughs> right. You heard that's it. How she feels. You heard it straight from him. <laughs> uh, all right. There is a really, really wonderful opportunity coming up. Uh, Next spring, if you guys are looking for a vacation, let me tell you about Cruise Through History. So you're going to sail. Jason gets so envious when he hears about that. Well, Jason, let me tell you where you can where you can learn more details. Oh, you got me. You got me. a. No, I mean, you you can go buy it. Oh, gosh. Come on. Uh, So you're going to sail the Mediterranean. And, you know, you're going to be on this giant ship with gourmet Italian food and awesome nightlife for those partiers out there. And, you know, a pool that you can relax on the deck next to the pool. Um, So you are going to cruise through history. You will visit the Eastern Mediterranean where you'll go to Italy, Croatia, Jerusalem, Israel, Athens, Greece. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Those are, I mean, just... Like one or two of those places Man. is enough for me to say, oh, okay, I'm in. But wait, there's more. You will also be joined by Mr. Glenn Beck himself, Bill O'Reilly, Stuber Gear, 
David Barton, Rabbi Lapin, uh, on a 14-day adventure. This is 14 blissful days learning about history, learning about, uh, you know, our, the roots of Western civilization. That, I mean, that's all you need to know. Man. Right? It's going to be an amazing, amazing time. You can go to comesailaway.com today to learn all of the details. Pick your different package that you want because they've got different packages to choose from. But trust me, you do not want to miss out. It is comesailaway.com. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Welcome back. I am Sarah Gonzalez here with Jason Buttrell filling in for Pat Gray, who you can hear on the Glenn Beck radio program uh, here shortly. You can call us 888-900-3393 or you can tweet us. I am at Sarah Gonzalez TX. Jason is at Jason Buttrell. So I just read, Jason, that I think this is going to be controversial here. Alabama public television. Alabama has been making the news. Alabama, I think, has a new philosophy. Um, What controversial thing can we do that's going to get us public attention and draw (laughs) attention to our state? So there was, you know, the, the cartoon Arthur, it's a children's show. I know it's, it's plays on PBS and they decided the, 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 people who do the Arthur cartoon, they decided that they wanted one of the teachers, Mr. Ratburn, to have a wedding in which he marries his partner, who is also a male. So they had a a same-sex wedding on the television show Arthur. And by the way, I mean, this is for young kids. I think my son watched it when he was, you know, four or five. Um, So, you know, it's for younger kids. Well, Alabama said... You ain't coming here with that. And they refused to air the Arthur episode with the gay wedding. Now, the one of the PR people said parents have trusted Alabama public television for more than 50 years to provide children's programs that entertain, educate and inspire. More importantly, although we strongly encourage parents to watch television with their children and talk about what they have learned afterwards, parents trust that their children can watch Alabama public television without their supervision. We also know that children who are younger than the target audience for Arthur also watch the program. And they said, we have a trust with parents about our programming and this program doesn't fit into that. So they ran a rerun instead. I, I love that explanation. I, I really do. I, I didn't when I first heard the story, I didn't hear that explanation, but I, I completely agree with it. There's <clears throat> for one it's a great p- uh, political way to stay out of the the our, the conversation and just say we don't want to do anything that would upset our, the parents. Well, and but but that fundamentally, that is the that's the core principle right there. Mm-hmm. It's like th- there are certain things out there that it's like sex education in schools. A lot of parents don't don't like that because they're like they're. We want to we want to have these conversations with, right. with our kids. Right. We're responsible for teaching them this, these things. Sexuality is a big part of it. Right. And especially and I have nothing against, uh, you know, gay people at all. But that's not. Well, I would hope not. Of course. <laughs> I just I just want to make that clear. But when, when I say this is that Jason's those relationships aren't. Guy. 
in the majority. Mm-hmm. The majority of relationships are heterosexual relationships. So if a child sees that and they're in a hetero uh, family, then they're like, what's what's going on here? That you have a four or five year old person that does that sees something going on that's not like mommy and daddy. Right. So then they either see that, keep it to themselves, and they're internally confused, or they come to their parents. That conversation should be with their parents first. Their parents should come to them and say, This is this is what's going on. Some people are different. This is, you know, mm-hmm. this is something that you, you know, we should talk about and you should understand. But that's the parents' job. It's not is this PBS? Is that uh, I mean if PBS is the way it says Alabama Public Television, but I know it airs on PBS here. Okay. So I assume it's the same, you know, the the affiliate here and the affiliate in Alabama and they would both air PBS shows. So yes, a, a cartoon with government funding shouldn't be forcing this in to explain something when it's the parent's job. But devil's advocate here, <laughs> I'm not saying that I disagree with you. However, I think the argument would be presented Would that really require a conversation if there was a heterosexual couple who had a wedding that that wouldn't require a conversation? A wedding is a wedding. So why does it require, you know, a parental conversation when people are people and they can love who they love, man? Well, so I'll have two answers for that. The the first is kind of going back to my previous point is that is the the majority of weddings that are that are out there are heterosexual weddings. So there's nothing that will that will confuse a child if they see that. That's just what they've always seen. The second is they don't force weddings in cartoons. How many times have you seen a cartoon where, oh, they're getting married? Yeah. That, never, that hardly ever happens. It's, it's so clear that they're trying to force this in to everything, I, including I children's cartoons now. I agree with you that they are trying to force it in, but I'm trying to think of, you know, for instance, um, when you're talking about the, the number of people or the number of couples who are homosexual um, compared to the number of couples who are heterosexual because they're in the minority. And then I'm thinking, okay, well, we'll take, you know, um, African-Americans or Indian people. They're in the minority, but I, I didn't find myself telling my son, well, now, honey, everyone's skin color is different. So I want you just to know that, you know, that I know that you just saw someone who's black and I just want you to know that there are people of all kinds. Like it was just something that was there and it, there was never an issue. There were never any questions about it. Everyone seemed, you know, to be interacting normally. So race I think s- the LGBT community would say you're singling us out. Race and sexuality. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't really compare uh, to the, those two. I, I, I have a hard time doing that. Sexuality is such a it's, it's such a different animal, in, in my opinion. But I mean, I always what this, I'm hearing is that Jason's a bigot. <laughs> absolutely not. But there are certain things that you as the parent should be responsible for at explaining to your children. And PBS shouldn't be taking it on themselves. I really hope PBS is the one that does Arthur. Otherwise, I'm totally screwing Jason's, that up. Jason's about to get but, sued by PBS. So never mind. So allegedly, PBS allegedly <laughs> might be doing Arthur. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Hey, I just saw that uh, promo graphic for those of you watching Blaze TV. But for those of you who are not aware yet, which I don't know why you wouldn't be unless you're living under a rock or something, you can catch us on the news and why it matters 
weeknights, 5.30 Eastern, 4.30 Central. Now, of course, Glenn and Stu both left because, you know, they're like, we're the big wigs. We're the big shots. We get to take vacations whenever we want and leave everyone else in charge of doing our radio shows and all the other shows that we're a part of. But... Uh, I will be there. Jason's going to be there Thursday and Friday, I think. Yep. And uh, it's a little news program we do every day. But instead of getting the stuffy talking heads of the world and of uh, the CNNs, you get us instead. And sometimes there's beer involved. Yeah. I mean, wh- hello. What kind of beer, Sarah Gonzalez? Not Natty Light. <laughs> actually, sometimes I actually sometimes I provide beer for the gentlemen, and I drink wine because I'm a classy girl now. I've I've strayed oh, from my Natty Light days. Whatever. I've strayed from my shotgunning Natty Light days. Yeah, right. She's got a spit cup on one side and Natty Light on the other. Come Ew, on. a spit cup. <laughs> please, please. Uh, if you want to talk to us, you can call us 888-900-3393, or you can tweet us, which is what most of you like to do because we're all antisocial now from social media. It's at Sarah Gonzalez TX and at Jason Buttrell. Um, so for many of us, I think that we wish that we had like a stoplight on our tables to let us know when to stop eating because otherwise we put way too much on our plate and we don't always know that we're full. It takes some time for your brain to send a message to your stomach that you're full. And by that time you've overeaten and you're like, Oh, I ate too much. Uh, All right. So you actually do have sort of a stoplight that's naturally present in your body. It's called OEA, and that stands for this really long word that I can't say. But um, OEA sends a signal to your brain that you're full, but we don't produce enough of it. Most of us do not produce enough OEA in our bodies to be able to to get that signal strongly, and so we keep eating, and then we keep gaining weight. But My, it, my body produces zero OEA. Does it? Yeah, like none at all. I've been meaning to to tell you. To have a conversation, I, I intervention. Yeah, uh, we need to have an intervention. Uh, well, Jason, you need to get you some riduzone. Riduzone is it's OEA, so they give you a full dose of OEA so that you have that. It boosts your metabolism and reduces your appetite. I would know. I was for those Pat Bingo players. Here you go. I used to be fat. I was fat like 12 years ago um, and lost all the weight. And, you know, it's hard once you lose the weight even because you don't want to gain it back. You don't want to go on a yo-yo diet where you gain and you lose and you gain and you lose. I use Riduzone uh, to maintain and it works great (laughs) for me. If you're struggling to lose weight, you can go to Riduzone.com. That is R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Use promo code TheBlaze. You'll get 30% off of a three-month supply. That is like $1.39 a day. So if you, I don't know, go to Starbucks every day, you're spending more than that on coffee. Invest in your health instead. Go to Riduzone.com. Speaking of health, Jason. Yeah, this is something that really pisses me off. Really pisses me off. It's, this is so irritating. But Mitch McConnell has teamed up with Tim Kaine, and they want to propose a bill that they're bringing out really, really, really soon to raise the tobacco age to 21. Now, is is tobacco disgusting and not good for our bodies? <sighs> Absolutely, yes. Is it the government's job to be the parent for us and tell us that? No, if you, and granted, if you're 18, which is what the age is now, you're an adult. 
Mm-hmm. You're an adult. You can go to war and die in a war. But they're saying you can. Oh, yeah, you can do that. Is it the government's job but to you, be able to tell you? The, yes. The answer is yes. Right. No, absolutely <laughs> not. It is not the government's job to. We're not babies. But I'm being told by all of the lawmakers and the AOCs of the world that we need the government to protect us and th- from that, big bad things. And that's a good point. You hear this from people like AOC and now Republicans in the Senate are also basically saying the same thing. It's the exact, the Overton window has shifted so far to the left. It is absolutely insane. I'm actually, I will say this. I'm shocked that the tobacco industry has not pushed back enough to, to, so that they would not even promote this idea because the tobacco industry, maybe they're not as powerful as they used to be. But they used to be pretty powerful in, you know, lobbying to make sure that they didn't get touched. So I guess they're not as powerful as they used to be. But it is cute how the government likes to pick and choose what they think that they should protect you from and what they shouldn't protect you from. Yeah. I mean, but tobacco is bad, but so is alcohol. What's weird is they're doing a. So is processed food. They're, they're doing this whole th- you know, th- thing where they're trying to legalize marijuana in so mm-hmm. many states. And mm-hmm. I think most people just assume that that's going to be legal in the United States pretty soon. Um, so they're going one direction there saying, ooh, oh, we're not going to regulate ooh, you there. Oh, they're controlled by big weed. Big weed. <laughs> they're now controlled by big weed. And that's why they want to make it big harder weed. to get tobacco because their ultimate plan is to legalize big weed. And that's that's who's controlling them right now. That's why they're raising these or they want to raise these restrictions. I like that. We might have to work on that title. I might, might maybe like a uh, big ganja big or <laughs> something like that. We can we can probably get this going. Big pot. <laughs> that that's sound that is big good. pot industry. <laughs> um, yeah. But I mean, think about all of the things that are bad for you that the government doesn't care about. But, I mean, even if we go to. I know all of you people are going to be annoyed that I'm going to health and nutrition, but let's talk about sugar. Sugar's terrible for you. It's great for me. No, it's terrible for your body. <laughs> it tastes great. I I'm with you on that. It tastes great. Sugar I, is toxic to your body. I don't care what it's doing inside my body. I just know that it tastes good. Right. But, but that's what I'm saying is, I mean, sugar's terrible for you. We've got all of these junk processed food um, that, you know, the FDA is not regulating at all. We've got so many people who are obese in America. 93 million Americans are affected by obesity, which obviously when you are obese, it makes you more at risk for certain diseases. You know, you've got uh, type two diabetes, you've got hypertension, heart disease, stroke, um, osteoarthritis. That's a big deal. And the government doesn't care about that. Oh, that's how ridiculous this is. I know. So think about it. They don't regulate sugar. They don't regulate fried food. No. They're not going to stop. You know what I'm saying? Like Which all I'm these not things. saying they should. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh, I'm not gosh, saying yeah. please get involved in this. I'm just saying it's very interesting how they pick and choose what you should be putting in your bodies and what you should not be putting in your bodies. So you can just completely toxify your entire body with all of this junk that they're serving us at the fast food places. But... Tobacco, we need to save you from. So this is this is one of those conversations that really will help you. And I, I mentioned this on the News and Why It Matters a while back. Is every time the News and Why It Matters weeknights five thirty Eastern, four thirty Central. That's right. Every time that I try to like come up with like what do I believe on this stance, I always go back to my basic you know founding principles of why am I a conservative? 
Why do I, you know, is constitution, you know, stick to the constitution, less government, you know, more government e- equals bad. I always go back to those and even there, but there will be some morality things that you have to screw with mm-hmm. a little bit or mm-hmm. we'll screw with you actually. Yeah. So like the libertarian, like I would be full on full tilt libertarian, but then there's the drugs and prostitution thing that I start having issues with. Right. But if you really think about it, now think about it, drugs, bad, but do you, again, is it the government's job to basically be your parent to helicopter over you and say, no, that's bad for you. You should not do that. Right. Well, no, if people want to be stupid yeah, and that's pretty much on them. So what about like seatbelts? No, absolutely not. The government should not dictate that you wear a seatbelt. No. What about car seats? Oh gosh, because that is the, that's the safety of someone that can't really can't make the decision for themselves. themselves. However, you are their parents. Right. And you should be able to make the decision. Right. That's a tough one. But back in the day, back before government got larger and larger, there were kids riding in the back of pickup trucks all the time. It was perfectly legal. I would argue that that it wasn't before government got larger. It was just before like the innovation of the car seat. I mean, I don't think car seats existed, did they? (gasps) Maybe it was big car seat. Maybe it was big. It was big car seat. They came up big with this invention. It's a, and it's a powerful lobby. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but but think about it. Our our uh, the mortality rate wasn't going crazy. Like we weren't losing population at a record pace to where we were you know threatened with extinction. I don't remember hearing all these stories of how you know an entire generation was disappearing because car seats weren't there. Are they are we safer because of car seats? Are kids safer? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I don't. All the things that they say are massive issues that we have to deal with now. Back in the day when our grandparents were around, they weren't issues. Yeah, they weren't issues. Like tobacco is very bad for you, and you know. Well, they it, also used to say that pregnant women could smoke. Yeah. So I mean, not, sometimes not, not issues <laughs> issues evolve because. You know, we get to study things more or new evidence comes out that kind of changes the position. And we are so sometimes that that is where it goes. And we are living longer on average because we've made these health, you know, you know, choices. But choice is the, is the key word there. You know, you it should be your choice. Car seats, a different animal. That's a very good, uh, a very good scenario to bring up with because yeah. it's it's the safety of someone that can't make that decision for themselves. Right. Um, but. Uh, but I, if I'm stupid and don't care about my health and I'm going to risk it, I should be able to have the choice of putting on a seatbelt or not. Well, and it's clearly just for insurance purposes. And clearly. I'm going to I'm going to bring up something even more controversial because you said it's for the safety of someone else. What about vaccines? Oh, no, you should not be mandated to that. that I don't think you. Should I agree with you. Them. You should. The government should not mandate. Mm hmm. So, but that so then the car seat thing should apply to that as well. If you're talking about because that that would be the excuse that the government would use is well, it's for the safety of your child. Yeah. We get to make the decision for you. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think they should yeah. be allowed to to no. say that for the car seat no, or right. for you know anything you're right. that you're injecting into their bodies. I should be for the, the safety of your children. Well, that's my parent my parental decision. And yeah. I mean, if I'm a crappy parent and I don't want to put my child in a car seat, I mean. It sucks, but yeah. it's a slippery slope. You got to you got to draw the line as the parent. I should be the one that determines what's safe and what's not safe for my child. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely. I agree with you. And in some in some states, the car seat laws are kind of just really wonky. I remember. I don't know if it's the same everywhere, but I don't think it is. I think it varies from state to state, doesn't it? What? 
the car seat law varies, is varies. Yes, yes. I remember when I was in California living out there. Oh, God help me. That, yeah. that thing. But when I was living out there in California, Stan, they uh, had this law. Was like you made it through. I know. Yeah, barely. <laughs> but it was like eight years old. I think it went all the way up to like eight or something like that. Was it like, was it that far? I can't remember. It seemed like it was incredibly high. But then even if you were at a certain age, if the child's weight wasn't at this, at that whatever threshold mm-hmm, was, mm-hmm. then they still had to be in a car seat. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. So I remember my daughter being in a car seat and it was so embarrassing for her. Because she was right at that little yes, cusp, yes. and it was so stupid. Because she was she was a tall kid. Mm-hmm. She was sitting right there, and she was like, "Why am I She's tall car? and skinny?" Yeah, that's that's exactly how so my weird. son is going to be. That's exactly how he's going to be. I mean, he's already there in like the full car seat. He's not to the booster yet because it's for that exact reason. He's so skinny. I cannot put weight on this child. <laughs> that he's just. I'm. I'm thinking he's going to be in this car seat forever. He's going to be in the car seat forever. I'm going to be taking him to sleepovers. He's going to be 13 years old, taking him to sleepovers in a car seat. Let me actually, you know what? If you're really having a problem with this, let me have him for a couple weeks. I'll fatten him up. Fatten him up. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not like we cook. I'm not cooking quinoa (laughs) and kale, although I would like to. But I don't even do the cooking. Jason, my husband does the cooking and he's cooking steak and pulled pork. And, you know, I mean, he's uh, cooking keto stuff. So how, it's active high fat. Is, how active is that fry daddy? Because that's the only thing we cook with in my house. Really? Yeah. And we have an air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> See, let me, I'll handle this. Okay. I'll take it from here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So I know we talked earlier about home title fraud, but I think it was, it's one of the quickest growing crimes in the country right now. So I told One you. One of the fastest growing crimes. So I told you yes. my dark web thing. Yes, it's crazy. Jason went on the dark web and there were homes that were for, or the, the titles, titles for sale on the dark web yeah. for what, like 40 bucks? I don't remember because it was in Bitcoin so I couldn't really tell. No. It was kind of weird like yeah. how much it was but yeah. straight up, full identities, credit cards, bank accounts and uh, home titles. Insane. That is so scary. Scary. <laughs> God, what are you people doing in your mother's basements going out and right. stealing people's credit cards? That Come actually on. happened to me the other day. Um, I had my credit card company calling me because there was someone who had stolen my credit card number. I still had my credit card in my possession and they had my credit card number and they were running it through all of these online places. So Jeez. I don't know if someone just, I don't know how they got it. I have no idea how they got it. It could have been one of my contractors from getting my kitchen remodel, but that's a whole nother story. Back to home title fraud. <laughs> um, it's so easy. Like Jason was saying, it's so easy for them to hack in um, to where, to the databases where your home titles are sold. And then they got it. They forge some stuff and then they can go and sell that on the dark web. This is happening. This is a real thing and it is growing. Um, It's really hard to stop it. No bank, no identity theft program. There are no places that protect you other than home title lock. So for just pennies a day, home title lock will put a virtual barrier around your home's title and mortgage. The cyber thieves come creeping up and they're going to go through the dark web and try to do their, you know, dastardly deeds. No, uh-uh. home title lock is on it. They shut it down. Um, and you know what? You're not going to know if you're even a victim of this. You don't know until it's already done. The damage is already done and you're on the hook for all of this. So you've got to go to hometitlelock.com. They have a search. You can get it for free when you sign up. It's a hundred dollar search and they're going to give that to you for free with sign up. 
Find out if you have already been compromised. It's the only way that you're going to find out until someone just comes and knocks on your door and they're like, hey, we're here to move in because we bought your house. Oh, sorry. HomeTitleLock.com. Go there now. Oh, my gosh. What? I'm just I'm just looking at the Twitters here. Yeah. And somebody tweeted that hat, that laser hat uh-huh. for hair growth. Uh-huh. 900 freaking dollars. Wow. 900 bucks. That's an expensive Father's Day gift. Oh, but the satisfaction is guaranteed. <laughs> wow. So that's it, that's expensive. Well, so then it must work. I mean, I've probably that's a, that's a strong guarantee for a $900 product. Straight up, you know, and if 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 they want me to try it out and I'll try it out on the air, you know, I'll document the whole oh. thing. Send me one send me one of your hats. Uh, I'll well, do it. Well, I don't know that they're listening though. Oh, they're, they're totally so listening. So you'll have to... Who is not listening right now? That's the better question. This this random hair hair growth uh, company with hair hats I th- I think is I, listening to the program. I think I reeled them in on my bird watching rant. <laughs> I really do. They were like, whoa, tune into that dude. Uh, so Jada Pinkett Smith. She, this family, the, the Smith family is a weird one. Yeah. They, they are, are. They are. I'm sorry. They are some weirdos. Weird rumors like all over the place. Yes. Too. And they're, aren't they Scientologists? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Are they really? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Hmm. Um, but so she was and I believe she said this to her daughter. She was on a TV show and she told her that she used to be um, a she used to have an unhealthy relationship to porn. She told her daughter this. Mm-hmm. Why would you tell your daughter that? Mm-hmm. She, well, because what she said was, if I was still on my porn game, I'd be able to show you some good porn. That's not what she said. That is what she said. Shut up. That is what she said. Oh she told gosh. that to her daughter and her mom. Wow. Her mom. So she said back in the day, had a little porn addiction, but I wasn't in a relationship when I had a porn addiction. <laughs> okay, wink, wink. I'm sure you weren't. <laughs> How convenient that you're talking about your porn addiction. And coincidentally enough, it was before you were actually in a relationship. Um, and so she said, you know, she had an unhealthy relationship to porn at one point in my life where I was trying to practice abstinence. I, lo- I love the semantics of that. An unhealthy yes. relationship. An unhealthy relationship to porn. <laughs> um, I was under the impression that a relationship had to involve two people. Not a computer. I or once, a phone or wherever you're viewing that I stuff. once had an unhealthy relationship with whiskey. Once? That's, That's uh, not ongoing? I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I once had an unhealthy relationship with playing blackjack. Oh, Yeah. That's a good one. Yes. Unhealthy ridiculous, relationship. Ridiculous semantics. There. Very unhealthy relationship. But I mean, it it is a little bit bizarre. Porn for women has always kind of confused me. Porn period has con- has confused me. Really? Yeah. It's like going to it's like going to strip clubs. Like why? Like why waste your money? Why waste your time? There's you don't get anything off of it. I don't get it. Well, I mean. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This sounds like a, we should explore this no, topic. No, 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 no. I'm just forward. saying. Uh, so you've not, you don't watch porn. <laughs> no, not at all. And you never have gone through that. I've seen oh, out of curiosity, but it's uh-huh. never been something I've done regularly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, no, I've never understood it. And now I will say I feel, again, not my position. This is not my position. I'd like to wait, make wait, this what are clear. We talking about? 
We're talking about porn or strip clubs. Oh, this is not my position, but I I would if I wanted to play devil's advocate. I'm trying to be very careful here. Uh, I would say that you know the men at the strip clubs are at least it's a physical presence in front of them. You know they can get a lap dance for extra. Uh, I don't know how much that costs, but I assume you can get a lap dance for extra. Oh, you know. How much I don't it know costs. what's going on in the back room when you pay for the <laughs> VIP room, but that would at least be a physical presence. But porn is just—I mean, think about like the afterward. Where is Jeffy when you need him? Like we get—we could get a full like He's getting dissertation ready for on Glenn, this for Glenn Beck Radio with Pat. I'm sure. <laughs> Jeffy, is, if you're if you're listening, Jeffy, you should come in here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, oh, we've got a we've got a call really quickly. I want to take before we have to go. Ryan in Virginia, what's up? Hey, yeah, actually, um, Altria, which is formerly Philip Morse. They're for the 21 uh, limit, and it's mainly because of the vaping. Oh. So Big Tobacco is actually the the push behind this all. And also Big Tobacco is already in with marijuana. Um, They've invested in companies up in uh, Canada. Wow. So Big Tobacco and Big Weed are coming together is what you're telling me. (laughs) Uh, Yes, more or less. And, and And it's all because they're scared of vaping, pretty much. Uh, the, the teen use uh, in vaping, if, if you look online, there's a lot of news with um, teenagers as young as, I think, 11 and 10 years old that are, because these, these pens look like USB devices. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. But, so, but, and, and the FDA, the FDA's really been pushing um, the tobacco companies to come up with a safety factor for it. So that's why they're pushing the, the age limit up to 21. Very interesting. Got it. Got it. Thank you, Ryan, uh, for your call. See, I knew that Big Tobacco was still a thing. I told you. Big Tobacco is still alive and well. Now it makes sense. I can see how, they, how they'd be feel threatened over vaping because a lot of people have quit smoking um, through vaping. So, I mean, but the, the thing with, I never bought that with the kids using it because kids were, have been smoking forever. I mean, is that really like, they were trying to get. I don't know where you grew up. I'm not, I didn't smoke. Seriously? No. That was like the thing. Like you ran out behind the, uh, you know, the trash can. Maybe the hooligans. <laughs> that not was, me. I was, I, was an, an, I was an angel. I kind of ran with the hooligan crowd, I must admit. That's not shocking. <laughs> not shocking at all. Uh, let's see. I saw above me. New Germany is the same with the booster seat law. It's either eight year old or over a certain height and weight. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. When you think about all of the like you were saying, the principles that we apply, you know, to all of our ideas, how far we are we have gone over the hill with that. And it's because we're willing to it's we're willing to give in. Uh, you know, when we're saying, okay, yes, but it's our principles are good. this, but yeah, it's, it's for, for the, the greater good. Yes, we'll yes. just give this in and, and it goes further it. and further and further. Look at abortion. Same thing. We compromised. It's gone to where the point where we're talking about infanticide now. Wow. Hams said the infant deaths due to accidents since enforcement of car seats has not changed significantly in either direction. Shut up. Seriously? That's huge. Wow. That's a, that's a statistic to check, but that is that's pretty big. Kara said, "So a 15 year old is an adult and can have an abortion without her parents knowing. You can serve in the military at 18, but you can't buy a pack of cigarettes to even take to boot camp wow. with you. Wow! Oh, and they want 16 year olds to vote now too. <laughs> Good gosh! That I mean, that's the end of society. You can vote. You can go to war. You can get an abortion, but you can't smoke or drink at 18. Yeah, that's ridiculous." 
ridiculous. Yeah. I, I think you should Shut be up. Shut up. Shut up. What are you doing? Just shut up. Shut up, America. Maroons. That is such an old timey insult. <laughs> you bunch of maroons. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>